Hey, what's up, stay tuners? It's your good friend Jimbo here, letting you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today and let them know that you heard it from Stay Tuned Sports and you start earning today. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Now here's the best Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back with, um, kind of excited, you know, hockey started off last night, Wednesday night. Uh, no, sorry, Tuesday night. I'm recording on Wednesday. Um, it was nice to see back. I don't know how you guys are feeling about about that just to add another sport to our our schedule here to uh, to watch but I uh, hope everybody had a good weekend I had a, a blast took the the youngest to Dave and Buster's play a lot of Minecraft down there which was actually a pretty cool game how they had it set up I'm not big into Minecraft obviously he's a lot younger um, he's like you know nine years old so he's all into Minecraft but we played a lot of a lot of games, a lot of sports games, a lot of fighting games, and it was pretty cool just to get out of, out of the the house for a little bit and enjoy some time out. Um, so, like I said, hopefully all you guys had a good weekend as well. So, before we get into the show, head over to staytunesports.net for all of our social media accounts, um, which is on the right-hand side there. Our merch tab is up top left, or up top there as well, in case you want to buy a hoodie or um, a t-shirt got some nice t-shirts i'm gonna add a new new hoodie hopefully in the next couple days maybe maybe within the next week or so but um you know just to kind of help show your support for the, the show so we can get bigger and better and you know nicer giveaways um and if you don't want to do that which is totally totally fine totally understand head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash st sports and it's just another way you could show your support. A little bit cheaper, you know, uh, of a way to, to show your support. Um, and head over to betangles.com. They're one of our um, sponsors, which sponsors our Combat Corner, which we'll be talking about a little bit later on in the show. We actually have an exclusive offer from them for our listeners only. When you sign up, use the referral code free month to get your first month free. Um, I was just on the site. Definitely a lot of information in there to help you decide um, what teams you want to pick on, whether it be college football or, or hockey or football. All the major sports are on the their website. Um, so make sure you head over there to uh, show their, their site some love and use promo code free month to get your first month free. Um, and then one last thing. The, the STS chat line is still up. Uh, if you want, if you want to give it a call to bitch about how I suck at talking sports or don't agree with any of my 
my uh, hot takes, all you got to do is dial 612-STS-CHAT. That's 612-787-2428, and you'll be on the show the following week. And I'll give my rebuttal, whether I think your take is good or not. So, um, getting into the show here. This past Friday night, like we always talk, you know, and kick off the show, we had the, the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series back at um, the Milwaukee Mile. Another great race, another fun race to watch. Um, just trying to, th- trying to think. I, got, I had a brain fart there for a second. I thought I heard something outside. Um, but yeah, another great race to watch. Uh, kicking off. The, the race, Philip Scott won the pole, started off in first, and had some good battles with uh, Chris Darling, you know, at the very beginning of the, of the race or so. Um, no cautions till about a third of the way through the, the race. Uh, in total, there's only six cautions at the, the tail end there. Seemed like they start to kind of rack up a little bit, but, you know, it's kind of kind of be expected when you get closer to the end there everybody starts getting a little bit more racier than uh than the beginning but um our buddy chris darling back at it again uh on lap 36 which caused the first first uh first caution got spun out actually by philip scout they were battling for for the position and just you know spun him out was able to chris was was able to uh make it back up to the front, led to the second most laps in the whole race, uh, 64 laps out of, I believe, 150 or so laps. Um, but at the end there, Chris actually got spun out with uh, Jason Gracias as they were battling for first place as well. So bad luck still, still seems to uh, be following Chris Darlin as far as you know racing and everything but it's still early on in the season it's only the the fifth race or so in the the chase here or in the the season still have a a few races before the chase so he definitely could make up some time here you know to get up into that top 10 to uh make it into the the chase but Ben Mashburn wins after a late caution um kind of a, a cool funny finished there with him and oh jeez I forget who, who came in second I feel bad now but um you know he was blocking the whole way left right left right and finally basically spun out crossing the finish line to, to win the race our buddy Matt Cherry he started off in sixth you know he had a decent uh decent race started start off in sixth basically was bouncing between the, the uh between fifth and tenth place um Ended up finishing in fifth, so he had you know a good, good outing there. So upcoming week they are at Texas Motor Speedway um, Friday night, 9 p.m. over on 3Y TV on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to them. Uh, they just hit a thousand subscribers, so I want to give a a shout out shout out to Peter and Drew and all those guys that are involved with 3Y TV. Congratulations on the thousands subscriber um on to 2000 let's push for 2000 by by the end of the month okay guys let's let you know let's get that <laughs> but no that they're definitely uh when you guys tune in they're definitely 
the best commentators out there for iRacing right now. Um, and it's a, a joy to, to listen to them. Um, as far as Texas Motor Speedway, like I did last week, here's my my three racers to look out for this uh, this coming weekend. Um, first one is Nathan Maurer. Past three races, he's finished better than the last. You know, so like two weeks ago, he may have finished seventh, but then you know last week he finished like sixth or so. You know, he he keeps on improving on uh, his finishes. Uh, and he's also six in points. So right now he's in that top ten to make it to inside to the, the chase. Um, and if he wins, he's automatically in there. So he he seems to be getting closer and closer to that, you know, that that W. So um, my next racer is Doug Neal. Started top ten in his last three races. Looks to to finish another race strong. Um, he finished third place this uh, this past weekend, this past Friday, and he's just always up there. He's always, you know, in that top ten. So he's looking to, just like Nathan Mauer, crack that that W. And then my third racer here, I believe I took him last week. If it wasn't last week, it was the week before. Um, Joshua Sobel uh, has two top 10 finishes in five races last two races seemed like kind of bad luck for him kind of got caught up in some of the uh the log jams when there was wrecks and hopefully he could you know looks to stay clean this race to finally get a top three get up there on the podium and be able to do his shout outs you know last uh the only thing with last friday that i you know, kind of disagreed with one of the commentators was that they felt like uh, Sobel. Uh, this is Sobel's second time uh, running in the truck series, and and the comment was made that the first um, season just really wasn't that good. But really, you know, the luck in that, that first season with him when he was driving the, the Stay Tuned Sports uh, truck, the first half of the season, yeah, you know, he was just bad luck but just something clicked and he he actually almost made it into the the chase that season so you know okay it, it may seem like he's back to that you know luck type stuff but maybe that second half of the season he'll pick back up and end up there at in the end in the chase this past week it came out that their car um is not discussing a, a contract extension with the Raiders um, during the season which is kind of funny timing especially with all this John Gruden stuff now when I was doing my notes for this topic um, the whole John Gruden resigning thing didn't come out yet you know the, the first email coming out about uh, the union's leader uh, Damaris Smith plus all the comments that Gruen said about Goodell um, coming out. But when I did my notes for this, the whole homophobic uh, comments weren't out yet. Now that they're out, uh, you have to wonder if, even though Carr has two years left on the contract, does that affect him at all? 
you know, he, he's again, he stated multiple times that he doesn't want to leave the Raiders. Um, he's in no rush to get an extension because, like I said, he's got two years. I think I saw like 40 million left. Plus, the Raiders this season are up against the cap now. The rumors are that the next two years, at least the next two years, uh, the salary cap should go up, especially with the Raiders being in Las Vegas now. So there should be a lot more room for uh, money to be thrown around. But, you know, he's always been scrutinized in L.A. or uh, Oakland at the time, I should say. And even with Vegas, you know, there were, there was sometimes uh, during the last season about trade rumors, him being trader, or um, him and Gruden not being on the same page. But if my my memory serves me correct, he's had multiple, you know, offense coordinators always have learned a new system, and then Gruden comes in finally has some of that stability as far as a system to learn. Now he's got to learn a new one. Now I'm not saying I, I don't think he's going to ask for a trade. I think that would wouldn't I don't, I don't want to say wouldn't be smart, but I mean, no team's going to trade for him anyways. I mean, unless you're the Eagles and got that cap space. Um, but, you know, Carr's 30 years old. You're, you're going to have a new head coach coming in. I mean, maybe, maybe you do ask for a trade. Maybe if you are, are Derek Carr, by the time your contract's up, you're 32. Uh, Mike Mayock will still be your GM, so you're not sure how well... The drafts are going to keep going. I mean, I know Gruden and Mayock got bashed for this past uh, year's draft, but it seems like they kind of knew something was up. So, like the all their picks are, are finally working out. It seems. But wouldn't you know if your car? Wouldn't you rather go to like say the Packers? You know, you, you got just as good a receiving core, if not. Uh, maybe just just as equal, you know. I mean, you got Devontae Adams there. That's pretty much it. Maybe if the the Packers trade for him, maybe they do help him out and get him a, a another receiver. They obviously have the running game, but I just think the Raiders are just. It's slowly going to come out like Raiders are going to be trash. You know, this this whole John Gruden thing resigning, I don't think is the end of the the story out in Las Vegas. Um, you know, now today I saw that Nassab, the, the Raiders defenseman, defensive end, asked for a personal day to kind of help process all this stuff. And, you know, this this season may be done for the Raiders because, you know, you, you had a coach that a lot of players respected and looked that up to have this come out. Now, Grant, like, so, so this segment is basically kind of like a little bit of Derek Carr, a little bit of, of the John Gruden situation. Even though this email came out 10, 11 years ago, it's still not good. You know, what was said, how it was said. But these, you know, these players looked at him, you know, obviously like a father figure or a big brother or whatnot. And now they're disappointed. So, you know, you're going to have this distraction the rest of the season. Especially now, if, if they go on a 
a huge losing streak, the questions are going to be brought up. Was the Gruden distraction the reason you had this tailspin? And I think you're going to see some of these players behind closed doors are going to start questioning if they want to stay in Las Vegas, if they want to get a fresh start and go somewhere else to to win the, the championship. And I think Derek Carr should be one of those. I, I don't I don't think a team will trade for him. Again, maybe, you know, maybe the Texans, maybe they'll, they'll do a, a swap. You know, Derek Carr for you know Derek Carr in a first rounder and like a mid rounder for Deshaun Watson. But I mean you never know. Um but I, if I was Derek Carr, I, I I would get out of Las Vegas as soon as I can because it's only gonna get worse. You know they finally had a, a good coach after years of terrible coaching, which Derek Carr had to deal with, and now he's gonna be right back where his career started. So up next is our segment, the Hot Minute Take. Um, gonna talk a little bit about Ben Simmons and the Sixers. Ben Simmons, let's give a little backstory before I get into it. Ben Simmons requested a trade out of Philly, held out, and now has reported. Why would you report you know, if you wanted to trade, why would you report? Why wouldn't you hold out as long as you can to, to force that trade? You know, you see about Aaron Rodgers holding out, holding out. Finally got what he wanted. He got the gentleman's agreement that he'll be traded after the season. Then he reported. Reports are that Ben Simmons reported because he, he, he proved his point. It's very rare... NBA players hold out of training camp. Uh, ben Simmons lost like a million dollars or so, something like that. But really, you lost all the leverage now. Ben Simmons lost all the leverage by coming back to the Sixers. And now, Sixers could find him left and right if he decides to sit out longer, to, to leave the facility. This also hurts the Sixers too, because now they have no leverage for trades with other teams that was our hot minute take no I went like a minute and three seconds but wanted to get in there basically both teams or both you know the player and the team should just make up you know because they need each other so and I really think Simmons is best on that team with Joel and Bidey and I think it's gonna be the best chance for that that team to win a, a championship up next, we have our blue picks for week five. Um, very interesting. So here are our blue picks. And he stays on his feet. Touchdown! 
And here is your Blue Picks of the Week, brought to you by Skunk Duck Studios, the best ducking designs on the web. So that's right, week five Blue Picks. I actually had a good week last week, almost went three for three, but of course the, the Lions had a choke for me again. Um, so a little recap from last week, my picks. I had Tampa Bay blowing out um, the Patriots. I believe that's who they played. Um, which they did, 45-17. Brady got hurt, though, which, you know, I, I don't root for anybody to get hurt. That is out for, like, a long time. But this does help the Eagles this Thursday um, if they... If they have to play against, if they don't have to play against Brady, I should say. Um, then I, for my lock, I had Tennessee over Jacksonville. Uh, they did beat them 37-19. I still believe the whole Urban Meyer distraction is what helped them lose. Um, and I still think it's going to, well, not, maybe not now with this John Gruden thing. Maybe uh, it won't be as big of a distraction. Um, and then for my upset, I had the Lions beating the Vikings. And with the last second field goal, the Lions decided, no, Jimbo, you're not going three for three. And Minnesota pulled off the, the win, 19 to 17. So on the season, I am 9 and 6 with my picks. Um, again, when I say 9 and 6, it's with my rules. The, you know, the blowout, you got to win by 10. Lock is the obvious win. And then the upset, I picked the underdog that's five points or more as an underdog. So this week, for my blowout pick, I have the Rams over the Giants. Rams are giving up 10.5 points. I could see them winning by 15 or 20 because as of right now of the recording, Daniel Jones is questionable. But if you guys seen that concussion that he got, I mean, that looked like me on a Saturday night with about half a bottle of Jameson in me. <laughs> I mean, wobbly legs and everything. He, he, You could tell he wasn't all there. I highly doubt he starts. You know, you have to go through all those protocol, concussion protocol steps. I highly doubt he'll be able to um, go. And Shaquan Barkley with that nasty ankle sprain. Um... So you, you, you lose your, your starting quarterback, who's also your leading rusher on the team, and then your starting running back, who should be leading the rushing yards on your team. So that offense is just going to be just terrible. Charles Barkley, terrible. And I, I'm going to actually feel bad for our buddy King, who's a Giants fan. Um, for my lock, I have the Dallas Cowboys over the Patriots. As of right now, the Cowboys offense is on fire. We know how they play in the second half of the season, so it's just a matter of getting there and watching them, them go 8-8 eight and eight again, or 8-9. and nine. Um, And the reason why I'm picking the Cowboys again is the Patriots barely beat the Texans, who have a rookie quarterback who is nowhere near this, uh, Dak Prescott's talent. And then for my upset pick, I have Washington over the Chiefs. Washington's getting seven right now. Okay. If you watch that Eagles game, they had no defense whatsoever. When you pressure Mahomes and, and get, get him a little rattled, 
he's not the Patrick Mahomes of years past. He even came out and said that he needs to reevaluate what he's doing and, and fix it. Um, so if Chase Young can get in there and, and rattle him a little bit and get him get in his head, I think it could be a closer game than what people are are um, giving the Redskins. And I'll be honest, I may even take the Redskins with that you know point spread, seven points with. The, the, the Washington football team going up against a team with no defense. So that is, they are my picks, I should say, not that is. Um, I got just a recap Rams blowing out the Giants, Cowboys as my lock over the Patriots, and the Washington football team as my upset over the Chiefs. Up next, we have our Combat Corner segment sponsored by BetAngles. Check out BetAngles.com for all your sports betting needs, as well as their NFL and college football game analyzers, which are available now. We also have an exclusive offer from our, for our listeners. Join now with the code FREEMONTH to get your first month free. So sign up today at BetAngles.com. So there's no fights this uh, coming weekend for me to do our my you know combat picks or whatever, but... BKFC was back last weekend, last Saturday, and I want to touch on something kind of to bring up what I talked about last week. Um, so kind of refresh. Bare Knuckle Fighter passed away last week due to injury sustained, I guess you would say, during the fight. Um, and that fight was like in August. So, I mean, he was in the hospital for a while and finally succumb to his injuries and a lot of people were out there um, calling for the, the, the stop of bare knuckle fighting and this and that but you know what if you watched the pay-per-view this past weekend with bare knuckle David Feldman must have had a, a talk with the, the medical staff and, the, and the, the doctors that are ringside because the first two matches were pretty brutal, okay? As far as first match, I forget the two guys' names fighting, but the ref stopped the fight because the, the one guy was just getting pummeled. Could he have fought the whole fight? He probably could have lasted through the whole thing, but who's to say something would have happened after the fight, back at his hotel or something? So the ref called that in and they took him right to the hospital just to get him checked as a precautionary um, a precautionary thing. Then the fight after that one was two females. Uh, I believe both were debuting there. And that fight got stopped because one female fighters had a mouse in her eye and busted it open. Um, and the ref stopped that one because of the bleeding. So it's obvious that they, they're being a lot more cautious now with... You know, the doctors put more of the um, responsibility in the doctor's hand to stop a fight compared to the corners or, or, or the ref, you know. And that's where it should be. It should be in the doctor's corner because they know what to look out for. They, You know, there was one fight, I think the guy got knocked down and the way he fell, you could just tell his legs weren't underneath him and the ref automatically stopped it. Well... The doctor could 
I would say 90% of the time say, okay, you know, he blew a knee out or he broke a hand. He's not going to be able to go on. Let me, let me stop this before any more injuries happen. So kudos to BKFC if, if they did have like a little talk with their uh, ringside physician to say, hey, you got more of a, a, a call here to, to call a fight. Because, I mean, obviously, the last thing we want to see is more people die in the ring and see an entertaining sport, which I like, me personally. I, I know, you know, following Twitter with, you know, the, the combat community or whatever, I know, I know a lot of those people like it. So it would suck that if it were, you know, if it had to end because of these, because BKFC wanted to be reckless, it's just showing that they're not being reckless and giving the the physicians a little bit more responsibility to call a fight. The other part of um, the combat corner I want to talk about is the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder rematch that happened. And I'll tell you what, I was able to tune in to watch that fight, and out of the three fights, that was the best one. If that if if that ends the feud between them, that's the way to go out. Um, Wilder got dropped three times. Fury got dropped twice in one round. And the second... I, I love the one uh, pic I, I saw on Facebook. Someone put the picture of uh, Fury laying there on, on the, the mat, kind of like on his elbow. And it said, most fighters will look down and see this and be like, he's, he's screwed. Until you see it's Tyson Fury and then you realize you're screwed. Because that's what happened. Fury got back up and ended the fight in the, the 11th round. Now, of course, Deontay Wilder, you know, starting to come out. You know, I had a broken hand. It's not starting with his excuses. But this this feud, I don't want to say feud, but this trilogy is over. This is like the Conor McGregor, you know, Habib fight or, or Dustin Poirier fight. Um, yeah, you, you knocked out Dustin Poirier in the first fight, but you got embarrassed in the second fight before you broke your leg two fights in a row definitely the second fight Wilder got embarrassed this fight you were starting to be on the verge again embarrassed because he was gassed Wilder was gassed and that was Fury's game plan seems like just to lay on him to you know wear him down because he's right around the fourth fifth round it seemed like Wilder was starting to get tired out um so where do these fighters go from here? You know, Wilder obviously is a, a good heavyweight boxer. A lot of people say he got handpicked fighters that he fought against until he fought Tyson Fury. So why not put him up against uh, Joshua, Anthony Joshua, who just lost to, uh, I, I'm, I'm probably going to screw this guy's name up, but Usyk, U-S-Y-K. Um, and then... I would like to see Fury fight him. You know, if, if they were on the verge of making uh, Fury versus Joshua, then this guy must be pretty good. So why not match those two guys up? Obviously, we won't see anything till spring for any type of fights. But as far as the Wilder fight and Fury feud, that should be it. It should be over. Hopefully... Maybe, you know, down the road we'll see a fourth one. But I, as far as the, you know, rubber match talk, it should be done. So I think that's going to be it for this week. 
um make sure you guys on friday night head over to youtube 3ytv to watch the stay tuned sports podcast truck series see how well my my three racers do this uh this weekend i will be camping hopefully i could get the the race on my my phone out there in the the woods um but if not you guys still tune in root them on pick out a, a, a racer you want to root and uh give a shout out in, in the chat there of who you're rooting for head over to staytunesports.net for all our social media accounts um that's where you'll find out any giveaways or reactions of mine merch tabs up top there www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports another way to show your support and make sure you head over to betangles.com and use the promo code free month to get your first month free and start betting today so till next week this is your good friend jimbo signing out